Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome on board to a collaboration of uh, what we'll call the uh, the Speakeasy Unfiltered. I wasn't going to do there the Unfiltered go. Speakeasy. I put you first, man. It's like the neon lights, and then like I'm like the opening act. I put it that way. It's hey, Casey Stern, Rudy Gay. Hey, we're doing it together, man. Casey That's Stern, what I'm saying, man. Rudy Gay. The, yeah, we're just collaborating. That's I what mean, they call it now. Even though, like, you know, I'll put it this way. This is like a good icebreaker, too. So I spent years working uh with Quran at NBA TV and had to as like a St. John's fan growing up hear about like every time you think you can't you con. So like I already got like I already got the whole drill about what it's like to deal with a guy from Yukon. So, you know, and then I saw your tweet right before we came on about Ben Gordon. I'm like you're right in mode. We could just talk Yukon the whole time. But well, I mean, we can do that. We definitely can do that. Did that hurt you? Did it hurt your feelings when I said no, that? No, dude. Are you kidding me? St. John hasn't been relevant since I was like 12. No, no. <laughs> No, the Big East hasn't been relevant since then either, which is sad, Touché. man. Touché. Right? Yeah. Sad. We just got back though, so it's not that's not all our fault. Well, no, of course not. You've been like the only team there. It's like it's like uh, Tom Tom Hanks and Castaway, and and it's been <laughs> one team and a bunch of volleyballs. Uh, you can get us and uh, get us on Twitter uh, because there's only one of each of us, so we don't got to have crazy numbers or names. Just our own at Casey Stern at Rudy no. Gay. So I, let me let me start here, man. Like. The, the KD situation, right, from the from the outside, everybody's got their own take, their own idea. And as you know, way more than I do, but I do covering it for a couple of decades. Only people in the room know what's in the room. Right. So I, I want right, to right. take take me in the room as a teammate. How tough is that to watch play out in an offseason when you know how important that dude is to your team and you don't know whether or not he's going to be there when you get back to camp? Well, I mean, the league has changed. Like this is a league of uh, let me take care of me. Let me take care of what my my importance is. It's not much. It's not much, you know, team. And I mean, it is team. It's team game. End of the day, everybody has their own business now, obviously, because I have a podcast and I'm able to put my own media out there, just like Draymond and a lot of other guys. But, you know, people are taking care of them. Do I love it? No. Do I love the fact that he could say I want to leave and now a team's obligated to try to find him a place? No, I don't love that. But, you know, everybody's in control of their own career. You know, certain people before wouldn't wouldn't necessarily do that. But, you know, this is a new era, new, you know, he's he's the lead of the he's the, the head of that new era. Like, you know, this is something that I don't see a lot of players doing before. But, you know, it is what it is. And this is what he wants to do with his career. You know, you can't I can't sit in the way with neither of us can sit in the way of what he wants to do. We're just here to talk about, you know, the things around it. Yeah, and and I get that. And look, I mean, it's tough when you're in the league, and you know, it, the thing that's hard for me, man, is like you don't want as an athlete, right? As hard as you guys work and bust your asses and all of that, no matter what you do, somebody on the outside, right, is going to be thinking they wish they were you, right? I mean, you're a performer. You get to play basketball for a living, and all the money, right, and all of that. So. To have a guy in the league who has given everybody every reason in the world, right? To be like, oh, see, they're all like that. Like <laughs> that, that's gotta be tough, right? Like, you don't want to be hearing that about players. I mean, you hear enough of that crap, don't you? 
Yeah, but you know, like you said, you know, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Some or, of them are shittier. Or is one. Every yeah. Oh, but the thing about assholes, you have some clean ones and you have some shitty ones. So <laughs> you and know that's why saying? they have baby wipes. That's, that's why, why they, they have baby that's wipes. That's why they got baby wipes, man. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, you're you right. Got kids? But you have kids? I do. I have two. I got And three. I know yeah. I know how shitty shit situations yeah. can get. So yeah, me too. Yeah. Wear gloves. Wear gloves. <laughs> Wear gloves. Wear gloves. Wear gloves. You know, like I said before, like you, he's, this is, this is a situation, a sticky situation for me. Cause I mean, I could say a lot more, but you know, I have a personal relationship with the guy and you know, you just try to support whatever the guy wants to do, whether you agree with it or not. Like I'm on the other end, like, you know, have been put in shitty situations in my career. So, um, you know, when I see somebody take it, take, you know, that has a leverage, take full advantage of it. I say, go for it, you know, because I've been, I've been traded to bad situations. I've been, you know, putting or, or been blamed for a lot of things. So like, it is what it is, man. This game is, this game is unforgiving and, you know, it has a time limit. So, you know, make the best out of it while you can. Yeah. Look, I, I say this from the outside. I mean, he's a, he's a unicorn. He's incredibly talented. He's a hall of fame level talent. And, yeah. you know, to people from the outside, it comes off like a pain in the ass is also to be attached. And that's that's unfortunate. But that's just the way it looks. And I know, look, I mean, even though you claim Baltimore, you were born in Brooklyn, though, right? Yeah. OK. My dad's from Brooklyn. So I feel like we're, yeah. you know, I mean, there's there's a there's a there's a little bit of a kinship there because, I mean, you got to yeah. be tough to be in Brooklyn. They we better just, they better win. Right. Come best friends. They, they better win. At the end of the day, if you're in Brooklyn, uh, oh, you better win. Uh, you're winning uh, at Rudy They're going Gay to win. Easter. They're going to win. Yeah, some. They're, yeah, they're going to win. If they have Kevin Durant on their team, they're going to win. I didn't say a championship. I don't know. Yeah. But they're going to win a lot of games for sure. Yeah. For sure. The, the, the question is with Ben Simmons and Kyrie and everything. Hey, look, I just hope they've got a good therapist on board and I'm sure there's plenty. Cause <laughs> I mean, that's gonna be, that's gonna be, I mean, there's gonna be some drama inside that room. Uh, so Man, it's going to be definitely drama. Definitely I mean, drama. I, let me ask you this. Cause I want to, I want to shift over to what Dame had to say. I, I love Dame to me is like, you know, he's like the example of like gets it as an athlete in encyclopedia, like he right there, but it's kind of a transition to that off the KD thing. As a vet now, when you think back to your time, like at the beginning in the league, right? How mm -hmm. important are the glue guys and the vets in a room like a Brooklyn specifically or in any situation in an NBA year where you got to have those dudes who just know what the right things are to do and say to keep everybody together? How much do we not understand the importance of that? You talking about in reference to the KD situation? In, ge in, in general, like, I mean, any situation where in a long NBA season, right? Like you need to get that ship righted as great as mm -hmm. the coaches may be. How important do those vets become in rooms like that? Well, I mean, Udonis Hassan is 42 years old. He still plays and doesn't play, you know? So they're literally, they're literally giving him $2.5 million just to be in the locker room. So that's all the answer you need. Yeah, like... It's very important, I think. And that's the problem with the NBA. This, like, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say it. That's the problem with the NBA. They want to go young. They want to do this and want to play fast. But at the end of the day, basketball is a sport that takes time for people to understand it. Like, it's, it's not just something you can roll the ball out there and be successful. 
You know what I'm saying? It took even for the for the Golden State Warriors, it took them like four years for them to either be like, you know, obviously they have one of the best players of all time on their team. But it took time for him to figure out how to be great, you know, and they had a lot of people around them that were like, look, the early, early on, they had the Andrew Bogus, they had the Jared Jacks, they had the, well, Andre Iguodala, who was still there. Like, David Lee. Guiding them. Yeah. Yeah. Like all these guys guiding them to guiding these young guys to, to championship level basketball. And, you know, I'm not trying to sound like the old, the old guy that hates on the young players because I'm all for everybody, you know, growing up. But you, know, you need the need the old voice in your in in the, in the in the room, you know, telling them like, "Yo, that's not right." Like, what are you doing? What? Yeah, okay. Your argument sound like you know, even with coaches and players, like that happens. It has spats. Like once you hear about, once you don't hear about, and you need that vet to be like, "You're wrong." <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure, but look, of course. Not even, not even your wrong player, but look, coach, you're wrong. You know what I mean? So well, it's, like, a tru- it's trust, man. Right yeah, at the end of the day, yeah. it's trust. I mean. Uh, you can try. I'm Casey Stern. He's the vet that hates younger players. Uh, we're no, hey, I'll be that. I, just, I still have a no, job. No, though. you kidding? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's it, 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 a tough league to have one for as long as you have. I, I want to ask you about Dame. He had, which was for those who haven't seen a great Instagram post, he was talking about you know what all the things that it takes, I think, to be a star, certainly, but also what you deal with, right? Like, kind of like what you yeah. have to have when you think about your time in this sport going back to even like college all the way back to being a kid. And you think about the guys that you've seen succeed with you as teammates against you, the success you've had, what's right. the first thing you got to have? What's the mud? <clears throat> forget talent. Let's take, let's, let's just say talent is because really you need talent, right? Take that off the board other than talent, which is obvious. What's the first thing you got to have? Consistency. And you can't base you can't base your work ethic on someone else's. You have to be content on who you are and 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 just what's the word I'm looking for? You have to be kind of like you know you have to just be at like your regiment has to be like every day. I'm gonna work on this. You gotta Discipline. be disciplined. Discipline? That was actually the word I was looking for. See? I, mean, I appreciate come on, man. that. I complete this you. is a match made in heaven. Honestly, I complete you. That's basically what it comes down to. <laughs> hey, believe that. Believe network. This is, is this it. is a match See? made in heaven, right but here. But dis- discipline, right? You, you have to. You, you have, have to discipline. be disciplined. You know, I played with a guy like named Kyle Lowry, and and he was, you know, you know, a low first round draft pick. Looked at as as a backup, a backup to. Um, no disrespect to Mike Conley. Mike Conley is a great player in his own. But, you know, we're looking at a, a Hall of Famer now. And he was one of the most disciplined people in the locker room. So, you know, and you, you try to bring people in and it almost gets to a point where it was uncomfortable because Kyle wanted it. He really wanted it. And he was going to be disciplined on try to get it. And he got there. He found his spot and got there. He didn't come in with this chip, like, you know, braggadocious and said, I'm I supposed to get this. I suppose that he just worked. He worked his way there. And that's what kids don't do. And I think that's what you were getting at with, 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 with Dane yeah. in the interview. Um, if, if you guys, um, if they, if they had the soundbite, they'll, they'll, they'll play it probably right now, but Dame, 
basically was saying like kids come in with this chip on their shoulder, like they're expected to give something, hand, have something handed to them. And kids don't, it, you know, I think the, what he said was there was a kid interviewed at his camp and they said that, um, they said that the question was, what team would you want to play for? And the kid said, um, a team where I have the ball in my hands or I'll be in a good spot. Like, motherfucker, I was happy to just be in the NBA at that point. You know what I mean? Like, whoever drafts me, that's who I want to go. Whoever drafts me, I'll figure it out then. Like, ball in your hands, you got Dame Lillard on your team. You're not going to have the ball in your hands. You have John Moran on your team. You're not going to have the ball in your hands, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if a kid is saying that right now at 17 years old. He already, he already old, lost. He already, he already lost. lost. He's he already, already done. Lost. He already He's already done. done. Hey, I want to ask you to follow up on this. Coming out of a winning program in college, I feel yeah. like now I'll, I'll go. Not that yeah, you, we can, you know, wax poetic about UConn. We'll be here for like three years. But, you know, thank God it's not Duke. That's all I say is thank God it's not Duke. Um. I agree on that one. Right. But, <laughs> I, but I think like in, in recent times, Rudy, I think it's like Jay Wright with, with Nova, right? right? Like all these guys who were there three, four years and like all of them were winners. They all have different roles on different teams. Like even the ones like nobody thought Arkadiakono was going to play. He's playing everybody balling. Jalen just got a hundred mil, right? All that stuff. Right. You played for a program like that, that at the time right. was even higher than where Nova was during the last few years. Right. How much did that prepare you for, understanding that you're going to go get yours, but that the yours was going to be a team first. I mean, how much more do you think you got that when you came into the league than some other dudes did? Play with somebody like Jim Calhoun, who is notoriously known for putting players in their place. <laughs> you know what I mean? He put people in their place. So like when I got to the league, it was like, well, even in college, it was like, look, your talent's going to shine, but it's going to shine in my system. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's going to shine where, where, like, that's what I'm saying. The cream always rises to the top, like, no matter what. Even with San Antonio, like, cream always, it's kind of the same way. You have, like, a, a, a system, a system, system, but good players are going to be good players. It can make some mediocre players look better. Sure. But you'll see when they leave that situation how mediocre they are. Because that's happened time and time again. You have some kind of, you have some players that are just, like, just great. You had the, those great players, but some you have, you know, just oh, ain't yeah. gonna make it. But, of course. Yeah, but like for more than anything, it just made me understand that look, you you are gonna play within my system. You're gonna play with your teammates. You're going to, and, and we're gonna win like that because the overall goal is winning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you think about kind of the comments of being a superstar, right? And then you were talking about Rudy about coming out of school and, you know, not everybody going to get the ball, right? Not everybody going to be in the same spot. People mm-hmm. don't realize, and I always say this, that, and look, I mean, I cover baseball too. The rosters are way smaller. Everybody yeah. who plays in the NBA was the best player in their school, in their town, in their state, in somewhere. the college, in the conference, yeah. right? Somewhere, right? In the G League or somewhere. When you saw Draymond Green's, Dre's comments, that he had made about, which now been viral in the last 24, 48 hours, about knowing a role in the league. How much is right. that something that, like, every dude in this league would retweet because of how important what he said was? Every dude would not retweet that because every no. guy, every, they would, I mean, yeah, 
Yeah, if if, if oh, you're okay. smart like, enough, I, I watch. I watch. If you're smart enough to 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 know that, but if you're not, you're going to continue. Look, end of the day, the NBA is not for everybody, and and the the athletic aspect is only half of it. You know, being there and being smart and knowing your role is the other half. Everybody's not going to be LeBron James. Everybody's not going to be the guy that comes in and just becomes the man. Everybody's not going to be John Morant. Like it's, it's just not possible. It's not possible. The game is too, people are too good. The game is too fast. And it takes time for you to become that guy that you want to turn yourself into. And it might not even be with the team that you're drafted to, you know? So end of the day, like I'm torn What Draymond was saying. I'm torn because it literally was a pickup game in, in, in Los Angeles. Now, me personally, I believe during the summer, you're supposed to practice everything and become the best player or try to become the best player you can be. Um, Draymond was there. And he assembled other pros. So it's like, I get what he's trying to say. But, but during the summer, I don't have, that's not, I don't get paid to play during the summer. I'm going to work out and do whatever I can do to get better and try shit. That's what you do during the summer. You try shit. If I've, I've never met a person in life that just goes out in the NBA and just does shit because that's what they thought about. No, they've done it before. Like it's, you know, this is what I practice during the summer. I'm going to pick up and this, that's when, that's when I'm going to practice. That's when I'm going to work on what I practice. You know what I'm saying? So I understand the concept of behind what he's saying, but like, yo, Nobody's getting paid for that. This is the, it's so, you, the it's, so, so you're saying, and I don't. I, I want you to expound. I'm not interrupting you. You're saying, and me, but it makes sense. There are dudes in that gym who are like, dude, I'm just trying to get my shit in. Like, I'm just trying <laughs> to get my work in. Like, yeah. shut the hell up so I can get back to running my sprints. Right. I'm trying to get my shit off, man. This is what I practice. Let me see if I can get it off in the game before I take it to, to training cap and then from training cap put into an actual game. You know, I think everybody should add something to their game during the summer. And now to Draymond, who is now a veteran in this league, him for him to see somebody that, that uh, he's not used to seeing doing certain things. Yeah. It might make him mad, but you know what? That's one thing you work on. Now, when you get to camp, now I'm the veteran in, in the, in, in, in the locker room. If I see somebody do something that they're not used to doing and they fail at it, like you got to stop that. That's not your game. But if you practice it during the summer and play pickup doing that, most likely you won't fail at it. You know what I'm saying? So right. like, we're, like what, what, are we, what are we talking about here? Like he, he, you know, I understand the concept behind, like I said, but the concept behind what he's saying, but end of the day, bro, the summer is your summer. That's my summer. Yeah. He not he not he not teaching a seminar, and he's not even in preseason with his own team, right? right. No, he out the he summer. out there with some dudes getting work in. Yeah, the summer's mine. You can't tell me how to play during the summer. Right. Now, if if you're my coach or if you're my teammate, and you say, "Look, you got chill during the season." Yeah, I get that, but the summer's mine. Right, that's where you I, get I mean, better. No, I, I don't know Draymond. Well, I like the guy. He's also filming a movie every time he says anything, like in his own mind. I mean, like everything's dramatic, right? So, I mean, that, that, mm -hmm. no, this is this is the important thing. I think some people don't realize about sports and covering sports twenty years. I've seen it in two different sports. I wash. Like what I meant for the people listening, like what I meant by that is 
you, I mean, you know this. There are some times where like eyes will roll out of guys' heads listening to somebody else who just spouts out their mouth all the time trying to tell you how to play. Like you got to, as a vet, right? Like there's a certain way you got to handle yourself. And there were certain guys that you probably listened to, right? When you were young, like when you think about early in your career, give me a guy or two that like, even if it might be like underrated or we wouldn't think of it, like who are the dudes that like you learned the real, and I don't care if it's like how to travel, how to act professional, how to deal with like, you know, time on the floor. Like who were the dudes that like when you came into the league really showed you how it got done? Damon Stoudemire, Mike Miller. Um, those are two guys that really showed me. Like they, those, those guys, Mike still has some game. Dame, Damon just came back from a big knee injury. So he was like trying to work himself back in. But uh, those are two guys that really, really, really showed me like, yo, this is what we do. This is professional. Damon Stoudemire was, he was very blunt with me. Taught me a lot of... <laughs> He taught me a lot of stuff, you know, not not even trying to, just basically being being like I am the players now, just saying like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? But, uh, you know, it's, there's a lesson in that. Um, you said something before, like, about people before. Like, I've, I've had people come to me and say, I had a guy come up to me in New York. Um, he was, he asked me, cause obviously I'm tall. He says, you're tall, you play basketball? And I hate that question, but I was like, whatever, he's old. So I was like, yeah, I play basketball. He was like, yeah. I, I play with one of the best high school teams ever. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I didn't think to myself, I just said, I said, look, I don't know who you are. Everybody has a story, my boy. <laughs> you know? right, of course, of course. Everybody, everybody of course. has a story. I don't care about your high school team, man. Of course. I, had a one of, game, of course, of course. I don't give a shit about your high school team, man. Not. Like, okay, keep that to yourself, bro. If you're right. using that to relate so like, okay, let's make a conversation. Look, you're, you're, you're 50 years old and you talk to me about high school. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you, you know how it is, man. It's like everybody, and that's the thing, dude. Like, I always say this, like in talking to athletes the last couple of, like for two decades now, the thing that always strikes me, people don't realize most dudes who fail in the NBA or Major League Baseball are failing for the first time they've ever failed. Yeah. Those guys have been great. Ever. That's how they got there. That's why not everybody yeah. walks in there, right? I mean, that's, that's why. I was, it's, yeah, it's a what, gift and a curse. Say, that's what I'm, I was going to ask you. Like, how much is that the biggest thing you learn as 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 a player in the league to be able to have longevity that you've had, right? And even mm-hmm. through injuries, bounce back. You clearly not only could play, but you got to have fortitude and got to have balls, right? But how much like did you learn from like? realizing the stage was different. Like it wasn't as easy. Like were there times earlier in your career where you were like, holy shit, like I've got to up my game because what I got now isn't enough. Like, are there moments like that earlier in your career when you get in like just college to NBA? Hell yeah. I mean, when you first step foot in the NBA, you're not playing against 20, 21 year olds or even like six, seven, like 19 to 21. Like, no, he's a grown man in the NBA. Like we have families. Like we get paid for this. You know what I mean? So they're trying to take your neck off. You walk into that gym thinking this is going to be easy. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, it's not enough vets in it. Like everybody is young. So like, whereas they're jockeying for position with another young guy, an older guy is going to know exactly how to play, where to be, where to be at these places at the right time, and teach these guys how to play. 
and also be able to be on the court with you. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I think that's, you know, I don't understand why the league is going away from young guys, but you know, that's neither here nor there, but I mean, older guys, excuse me, but that's here nor there. But um, yeah, it's tough. Everything you got to level up, you know, I've, I've been a part of some of the, you know, some of the worst situations in the league at times and been a part of trades and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I mean, you, you always got to look at yourself, but how do you respond from that? I've, I've responded by, look, I'm going to be better. You know what I mean? Instead of being like, shit, the world, you know, woe is me. The world is, you know, this and that. No, it can't be like that. I didn't grow well, up like you, that. Well, you know, I, I mean? was just, I was just saying, man, plus you back, back from injury and at the worst time. Right. I mean, like that's yeah. like fortitude. That's, but, but that's, that's how you got to where you are. You know, I mean, yeah. I just want to know if my Knicks will ever win a game, but that's a whole nother thing. Uh, at case is fair at Rudy Gay. Um, <laughs> You know, I mean, honestly, like, I just want to stop going to therapy for like the teams I root for. I mean, seriously, man, it's like, yeah. I mean, come on, man. If you just send, if you just like send Donovan over, let him kind of hang out. He can play for both teams. I need some help, <laughs> man. Like, come on, bro. Like, it, like you know, the Garden is a, it's a, it's a great building to play. It's great. I mean, look, I mean, you know, this from playing the Big East. I mean, forget about when it was the Big East. Like, the Garden's such a great building. It's the biggest waste of a great place, like, nah. ever. Let me tell you the problem. The problem with the Knicks, and this is, like, for people who don't know, their practice facility is in Westchester. In Rye. Yep. That's, a real, that's a real issue, man. That's a real traffic. issue. Traffic. And, tra- you know, it's New York City. So Do you're telling you gotta, me traffic is why they can't get free agents? Come on. One of them. That's one of the reasons. I'm just really? saying. I mean, I don't know. It'll be a reason for me, but I'm saying like you have to go, you have to go to practice, shoot around in Westchester, and then you spend the rest of your day on in the car going to 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 Times Square. And if you're familiar with New York, you know that's a lot. That's a lot of driving. Hey, hey, I'm familiar. Hey, please. I mean, come on, man. I'll tell you what. It takes longer to get from D.C. to Baltimore than it does anywhere in Manhattan for Mr. Baltimore. I mean, come on. The traffic and the belt, they're pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. know, I, know, I know nobody's going to see the Wizards, but that's a whole other thing. Depending upon the time. D.C. to Baltimore, depending upon the time. Depending upon the time. Depending upon the time. Which, unlike New York, is like, look, I live in Atlanta now, and it's like traffic everywhere. Which Yo, is, Atlanta's bad. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta's, Atlanta's bad, the, man. Atlanta's the worst. People dumb. Like, they can't drive. You got a million lanes. I mean, come on, man. But you can't even tell me tra- traffic's the reason the Knicks can't get a free agent is traffic. Come it's on, one man. of them. It's one of them. Come on. Well, that's the bullshit. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm not saying you're bullshit. I'm saying that's bullshit. <laughs> that's not worth my therapy. Um, Yo, I, I, I want... Go ahead. ...in sports. They can make a practice facility in, in Madison Square Garden around it, bro. Like, come on now. Of Just course. buy a buildings. Jim Dolan, you know, he's he's got his own issues. I mean, look, when when you when when, when the owner That's of the team of is creating his own shit with Charles Oakley, who's like one of the with the, the 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 like epitomes in the franchise. It's like yeah. you're just it, the guy has if Dolan clearly doesn't know what the hell he's doing, but that's fine. I'll tell that to my therapist. Um, I, I want to ask you about because I saw your comments on it from I think it was your last pod and you, the situation with Brittany, this whole this whole thing is to me it's like it's for me as not a basketball player it's not a sports thing it's a human thing 
It's not even an American right. thing. It's like a human right. thing that pisses right. you the fuck off. Like seriously, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I saw the thing with with Dennis. You know, you know, Robin, obviously, you know, trying to you know keep the peace and and find a way. I mean, I don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah, we're sitting over there. They send the big guns over there. I mean, how, how, <laughs> when, when you're talking to, because I saw your thoughts on, like, when you're talking to people around the league and people in the game, and there's a fraternity in basketball, like, how much are people just like appalled at that at, at this is even a thing? It just seems just, crazy to me. It's just insane. Like, she got caught in the middle of some BS, and and it's insane that she's still there and being able to it. Like, um, by the way, I mean they're sending. What's she getting? Not. What is it? Eight years? Not, I think it was nine. Eight or nine. Uh, well, send, sending Dennis Rodman over there. She's probably going to have 18. So, Well, I was going to say, I, I don't know what he... Maybe he's bringing over a copy of the 30 for 30 on the Bulls. I don't know what he's going to do there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what those going to do there. I don't know. He might but be in it, there it, next tour, to be honest with you. It's, it's crazy, man. It's right? I mean... Yeah, I mean... Crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's it, Honestly, it's just it's insane because... You know, not only does you know it it show like the, like what obviously what they think about Americans, but like for those WNBA players that have to go overseas to to compensate what they don't make over here, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, so it puts a strain on their on them. Like now they're like hesitant to go over there and do the, like be free, you know, and and. That's that's what sucks about it. Like I I know a couple of WNBA friends, and obviously they 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 you know they they have they have BG on their hearts. But like yo, the season like some teams are done. Like they're trying to they're trying to figure out if they want to go overseas or not. And if they don't, shit, they don't have a living. You know what I mean? Yep. It's crazy. It's um, it's one of those things where it's like it's hard to think about because it just pisses you off from the standpoint of like. It's not about what she did. It's about doing it to an American. And it's about, right? I mean, it, which is like right. doing it to somebody famous who you could use as some kind of an example. It's just yeah, some stick bullshit. Stick it to America, man. That's exactly. Some, yeah. it's, it's just some, I mean, you know, I mean, it's some bullshit. Um, I want to end on something fun. So, so let me go back to the fact that I noticed in, you know, and hopefully we'll do some more podcasts together. But I noticed in the first five minutes we talked to each other, you mentioned shit a lot. So yeah. um, I know you said you got kids. How old are your kids? Uh, eight and six. Okay, so I've got I've got eight, seven, and five. Okay. So see, see, like believe just knew, man. I mean, this is like yeah. so. So let so let 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 let's, let's keep it real right now. Let's keep like, it real. When the kids were young, and it was time to like you know roll over in the bed and honey, it's your turn for number two, right? Like, hold on, hold on, how hold on. much? My like, turn for like, number you, number two. What? Yeah, like Round you gotta two? clean. You gotta you gotta clean the diaper. Oh, you mean like that? I thought. Yeah. <laughs> no. You, no. Now you gotta clean the diaper. Like, was, Come on, okay, man. It's a okay. family show. I, I mean, I'm talking about shit. Is it? Be, is it a family show? Clean. I'm keeping it clean. <laughs> okay. So you gotta you gotta roll over. You gotta do the diapers, right? Okay. The diapers. Yeah. Right. Would you? Did you consider at any one of those points? You know what? Playing for the Knicks might actually not be as bad as this. <laughs> Man, cleaning shit and playing for the Knicks. Let's see which one is better. No, uh, no. Nah, nah. Actually, I love New York. New York City's great. I love Tibbs. Tibbs is he coached yeah, me, me Team USA. He's um, great. Man. He's great. Yeah, he's he's great. Um, he's a Connecticut guy, actually. So, did you know that? 
I did not know that, but I knew he was a Knicks guy because he was a well, coaching, no. he was coaching in that, back in the 90s. Now he's a Knicks guy. Yes, but he was then too. He's on the coaching staff back in the 90s with the 90s Knicks. Did you know that? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. All right. See? Whatever. Don't whatever, whatever means. You just take whatever you want to take. Just take whatever. Bro- How long did you live in Brooklyn before you went to Baltimore? Like four days? Like, why are you claiming Baltimore? Like, what about Brooklyn? You forget Brooklyn? Yeah, a little time. Spend a little time there, you know? Yeah, Brooklyn's great, man. Brooklyn's <laughs> Brooklyn great. Brooklyn is great. Brooklyn is great. You could go move there and do whatever KD and Kyrie tell you to do. No, all right. Never mind. Let me, let me, so, let me, <laughs> so about uh, those Knicks. So, yeah. what were we saying? Yeah. So, all right. So, so seriously, seriously speaking, because this is, I think, something that from athletes I've learned, right? So I think you can think of a million scenarios. Like I remember covering the finals when Fred Van Vliet just had his child and like never missed a three-pointer seemingly for like a month. I've yeah. seen baseball players come back, be like different players. How much did your career change in terms of how every game you saw when you became a dad? And I see you nodding already. Like, isn't that... Isn't that yeah. like, is that it for an athlete? Is that the great game changer to kind of keep into context what a game is as hard as you play versus like when you come home and, you know, you got people there who don't care whether or not you scored 30 points? Yeah, I mean, that's what, that's really what it was about. Like I I was early, I was really hard on myself. Like if I had a bad game or if, if we didn't win, I, I'd, you know, really take that home with me. But, you know, when I had kids, it was like, you know, they don't care about the game or what, what, what happened? Like, yo, just be a dad. And that made me have like, uh, like memory loss. So in, in return, it did help me with my game in the beginning. Um, but you know, like with, you know, life happens, things, other things happen. I've had injuries in between then and, and, you know, just having, you know, my kids to come back to and, and, and they're cheering for me regardless that, that made a lot of things better. It made, you know, I don't know where I'd be mentally if, if you know, with all the injuries and stuff I've been through, I don't know where I'd be mentally without my kids. See, like this is this is a family show. Don't you feel that now? Like now that we're wrapping this up, this was like a family, this is this is a family episode of this show. It's the, we have, the, we un, have the option. Unfiltered speakeasy. You, you we have, have, what, we, op, what option do we have? We can just switch it up. Now it's a family yeah. show. Before we're talking yeah, about shit and rolling over this, for round two. I didn't talk, and now we're talking about, about that. I mean, you, you were did talking say about that. that. I only asked. You the did questions. say that. See, I only well, asked, that was the yeah, question. That's the I, thing. I, that was the question. <laughs> you know how the media is. You know how the media well, is. We just ask the shit. You I guys do. are the ones who get the quotes. You say it. No, no I do. I, I do. Dude, this was fun, man. This was fun. We'll do this again. And uh, you know, I, I uh, next time I won't keep so many things buffering on my computer that have a break in the middle, so I got to move to an iPhone. See, you I know, thought this was a family. Always, I thought this was a family show. Clear history, <laughs> people. You got to clear. <laughs> Dude, had a blast, man. This is fun. Uh, at Rudy Gay, at Casey Stern. Jump on uh, the bandwagon for Speakeasy uh, Unfiltered. Yes, stay easy, stay well, and uh, God bless. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.